2: It's been another busy news week, and we like to review the major stories of the week here on the Black Information Network. Today, we are joined by Black Information Network news anchors Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens to discuss this week's major stories. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. So welcome back to the show, you two. How are you doing?
0: Great. How are you, Ramses?
2: Good to I'm, be I'm here. i flourishing. I love it. I love it. Okay. All right. Well, let's get started. Uh, Vanessa, there's a story in the news uh, about three children drowning in Coney Island, New York. Authorities have now ruled their cause of death as a homicide, so uh, give us an update on that story.
0: Oh, Ramses, my heart is broken. This is the most tragic story of, of late. Um, first of all, it's very unusual to have three children uh, who have been drowned. Um, police have accused their mother of doing it. Such a strange story. Uh, Family members knew the mother was struggling. Her name is Erin Murdy. She's 30 years old. She had three children. I'd love to just say their names. Zachary, seven. Liliana, four. Oliver, three months old. There was concern maybe it was postpartum depression. She had been having some mental health challenges, according to her family. And she'd been having financial issues. Reports are she was behind in rent more than five grand. So all of that on top of this young mother um, was a lot of pressure. Her family knew she was struggling. She apparently called some family members and said she did it. Uh, They called police, very concerned, looking for a wellness check. Police show up, the door, her apartment door in Brooklyn, open. She's not there. They, everyone's looking for her. She's finally located by some other family members on the, walking along the boardwalk, barefoot, wet, disoriented. And they're saying, where are the children? Police continue to search about two miles down from where she was located. They found those babies uh, in the water. They weren't conscious. Uh, they were taken to the hospital where they died. Mm. It's just um, It's just horrible. A lot of neighbors have been speaking out, uh, wishing that she had reached out to them. Of course, now, you know, people in hindsight are saying, you know, they would have done whatever they could to save her and those children. And it just goes to to point. You never know what people are going through. You see a young mother with a bunch of kids, um, perhaps not working, money is an issue. Uh, There was also a report that the older boy, Zachary, his father had been in kind of a custody battle to get his child because he was concerned about his child's safety. Wow. Reports from the coach, he was in like a little football team saying that uh, the child was always hungry, always asking for food. So there were signs, but uh, obviously in hindsight, those signs were really red flags that should have been addressed.
2: That is heartbreaking oh god
0: yes it is
2: um i understand and uh thank you for that update um now there's another story that we've uh been covering a black pastor in alabama he's now sued the police that arrested him while he was watering his neighbor's flowers i remember this story mike you got an update on this one
3: yeah this is one of those We call it doing something while black stories. (laughs) We're familiar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, why plant watering would be considered suspicious is is not clear, but it's similar to those being seen in a wealthy neighborhood while black, uh, delivering food while black, standing in front of your own house while black. Yeah, we we call it black and nearby. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. And, you know, then having cops called uh, or having white neighbors question you about what you're doing for ordinary things so in this case the alabama pastor was asked by his white neighbors to water their plants while they were out of town and i guess the other neighbors didn't know that so when they saw him standing over in their yard watering their plants they called police because they thought it was suspicious Mm -hmm. um and you know michael jennings the black pastor was detained a few days later, the charges were dropped. But people watching this story want to know why in the world, even if the police didn't, weren't familiar with the arrangement, why would they handcuff somebody for watering plants? Right. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, it'd be one thing, I guess, if he was breaking in a window or going in their car or mm-hmm. doing something that's unlawful. But I don't think there's any law in, on any books in this country against watering plants. Unless you're saying, oh, well, you know, we have a drought and it's an odd, even watering day or something <laughs> like that. But that was not the case. So he's now filed a federal lawsuit against the police officers and the, uh, this, the city in Alabama.
4: The
0: neighbor who came out and said, oh, I made a mistake, the white neighbor, the woman who called initially, and police began to kind of back off as, that, as if her word was more important than the black pastor's word.
3: Yeah, we've seen that before where you have to be validated by another white neighbor. There was one incident uh, during the George Floyd protest when some black business owners were in their store at the end of the night, closing up, counting their money, receipts, etc. Cops were called and they were giving them a hard time. And it was only after another white business owner said to the cops, they're legit. They own the store that the cops backed off. What a world.
5: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. With BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N.
4: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
2: Black Information Network news anchors Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens are here with us discussing this week's major stories. Okay, this one is a little troubling for me. The tide is turning in Georgia's midterm election race as new poll numbers show Herschel Walker leading over current Senator Raphael Warnock. Vanessa, why don't you uh, let us know a bit more about this first? Mike, you join in after.
0: This is a seesaw of a race, and it's been like that since the beginning. Um, Yeah, okay, the latest polls may show Walker ahead, but there may be a poll next week that will show Warnock ahead. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's been with these two uh, back and forth. Of course, Herschel Walker, former NFL great, uh, Senator Raphael Warnock, current pastor, in fact, pastor at Dr. Martin Luther King's home church of Ebenezer, Um, He's been in the job um, and he wants to continue to to serve the people of Georgia. It's it's uh, you know, you talk about Herschel Walker. He has really been under fire uh, as someone who Trump endorsed, by the way, as Mm -hmm. someone who really isn't up for the job. So Mm -hmm. it the even the numbers are quite surprising. That he's doing so well against a current senator. But, you know, one is a Republican, which is Walker and Warnock, of course, is the Democrat.
3: And you got to wonder, is it because of the name recognition that has, you know, him getting so much support talking about Herschel Walker? um, Or is it the Trump endorsement by some black Republicans? We've been reporting on more people, more black people being uh, considering themselves conservative but, of course, Donald Trump is beyond conservative. That's a whole different uh, um, uh, brand there. Um, and, you know, this is a reminder, too, that there's less than 60 days before the midterm elections. And anything can happen between now and then, you know, including what they used to call or maybe they still call it an October surprise. You know, some bombshell announcement or discovery or some slip up that turns the tide in the race. Um, To me, this is also a reminder that the only real polls are the ones on Election Day. Sure.
0: And, you know, also, let's not discount this race. This is a pivotal race, and it's got national attention. This is the Senate. So there, you know, Senator Warnock is in the Senate, which is tight as it is. So a win there for the Republicans is a big deal and a win for the to keep that seat for the democrats is a big deal. So this is an important race.
2: Absolutely. And you know the thing is, you know, when I obviously we've had to cover Herschel Walker's campaign quite a bit uh here on the uh, Black Information Network Daily podcast. And a lot of his missteps uh, any one of them could have and historically any one of them could have Invalidated him as a candidate. And he's had so many. And I think that what that shows, uh, to your point, Mike, is that this new brand of conservatism in this country is based not in policy or in ideas or really in conservative values, but I think it's primarily based on being anti liberal or anti democrat and this is the only logical reason that a candidate like Herschel Walker could even be close in a race like this um just okay. because it not as you as you mentioned Vanessa he he's not doesn't really appear to be qualified for the job in in uh, in any way um and yet he's competitive according to the polls and again that is just because uh of this new brand of Republican, this new brand of conservative, uh, conservative in this country. So it'll be interesting to see how that turns out. Um, but uh, moving on to happier news, uh, I'm sure you both have seen the uh, trailer for Disney's Little Mermaid. So the headline reads, black parents are posting TikToks of their daughter's excitement about the new Little Mermaid being black. However, some folks are not happy about the casting for this Disney film. Um, I remember reading uh, an article where someone mentioned, uh, you know, my little mermaid swims in a sea of white tears, um, which I thought was a little mean, but I, I get the humor in that. And, uh, of course, I've seen, um, you know, the, the videos of the little girls uh, responding to a black Ariel w- without knowing that she's going to come up. And I, I think it's a wonderful thing um vanessa what are your thoughts on this
0: people it's a fictional character it, it's not white or black which is just astounding i did reported on the story uh, most recently uh, last night mm-hmm. and uh, i used uh you know she's is under the sea and she wants to go to the world above uh, the sea on land and i'm like ariel you may not want to come up here uh, to this <laughs> land because <laughs> it's full of racism <laughs> um, it's just unbelievable the outcry and the outrage by some people over Haley Bailey being uh casted as Ariel. It just doesn't make any sense. And those videos of the little black girls, one little girl saying she looks like me. So that's precious. So hopefully they won't steal this moment from our little girls. And I truly believe. Little white girls, little black girls will all love it. They all sing the songs. So uh, it's just uh, racist uh, adults ruining it as usual. Mike,
3: what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I just hope that at some point in in the future, in my lifetime, uh, casting across racial lines will be so normal that it won't cause an uproar like this. Mm -hmm. I mean, every time we have um, somebody black doing something that traditionally has been white, there's a lot of, um, you know, scrutiny and uh, pushback. And we've, you know, we've had a a Black Supreme Court justice now. We have uh, Black swimmers in the Olympics. There's all kinds of things where people have said, oh, Black people are not supposed to do that. But we've been given the opportunity and we've done it, done it well. Mm -hmm. And I hope that will be more the norm, that society will just accept people as people. Sure,
2: sure. You know, there was something uh, kind of interesting about this, and that's that um, I think it might have been a tweet that I read that, that connected some dots that I wouldn't have thought to connect. Uh, again, based in humor, um, I don't know if this one was mean as much as it was accurate and, and I guess really humorous, but um, the tweet said something to the effect of, well, with all the black bodies thrown in the ocean in the middle passage, Uh, White folks shouldn't be surprised that, you know, there's a black mermaid, you know, swimming around. And um, so that that was something interesting to connect some history to, you know, this moment. And, you know, on my uh, my radio show, Civic Cipher, we actually took some time. um, You'll be able to hear it this weekend. Uh, We took some time and we discussed um, Ariel being cast uh, with a a melanated uh, uh, actress. And we also talked about um, a couple of series that are very popular. One is, um, it's the Hobbit series spinoff. I forget the name of it right now. And the other one is um, House of Dragons, which is the Game of Thrones spinoff, where there are prominent characters um, in the Hobbit show. It's on Amazon Prime, I want to say, something like that. And so you'll see advertising for it. But one of the Hobbits is melanated. Right. Again, these are fictional fantasies. Right. One of the hobbits is melanated. And of course, the uh, Game of Thrones spinoff House of Dragons. Um, One of the uh, family members with white hair is supposed to be silver hair and purple eyes is black. And his children are black. Um, And people are up in arms about those as well. So um, I am very much looking forward to getting folks response to my response To that online backlash. Um, but hopefully, um as as you both mentioned, we're moving in the right direction. And ultimately we'll end up in 20, 30 years' time where uh, you know, everyone is accustomed to things going in any direction. Of course, we are accustomed to black characters being whitewashed. You know, we've seen, you know, Egyptian movies where, you know, there's no Egyptian people. I was in Egypt recently and you know, none of them look like Elizabeth Taylor, I can assure you that. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll all get to a point where it's a little bit more inclusive and a little less jarring for our for a certain subset of our Caucasian brothers and sisters who feel like they're being replaced um, in the world and in popular uh, culture as well. So um, you know, we'll just keep tabs on it. But for now, let's let the little black girls rejoice in the fact that Ariel looks like them. I love that more than anything else. So thank you both very much for your insight. Once again, our guests today are Black Information Network news anchors, Vanessa Tyler and Mike Stevens. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses job on all social media. Join us Monday as we share our news with our voice from our perspective. Right here on the Black Information Network daily podcast.
0: information.